This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Violet and I were driving the other day, and just like out of nowhere, she said that um, she wants to start going to Puerto Rico every summer for a week for vacation. She thinks that should be our regular thing. I was like, I want to go to Puerto Rico for work. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully you will. Hopefully, yes. Soon-ish. More than a week. <laughs> yes. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Craft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the hurry up and wait phenomenon. Then in Take a Hike, we'll discuss acceptance. And we have gotten so many great gift suggestions that we're going to do a holiday gift take two today. And finally, this week's Hollywood hack is a miracle of technology. At least in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but Liz, first we have a couple updates. I have to admit, I made a mistake in our first gift episode. <laughs> my brain switched letters around and I said Somos instead of Monos packing cubes. My packing cubes are Monos and they are delightful. <laughs> yes, Monos packing cubes. And then second, Sarah, and this is more important than your packing cube mistake. Oh, yes. Fantasy Island has an air date. Yay! Season two will start airing Monday, January 2nd at 8 p.m. That's our time slot. Monday's at 8. We're very excited. We cannot wait for people to see it. Yes. And the premiere episode is so fun. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's yes. so, so, so fun and, like, emotional. It definitely set your calendar or whatever you yeah. do to make sure you watch something. Do that. Yes. Yeah, it was funny the other day because we were saying, well, how did people react to XYZ story? We were trying to remember. And then we go, oh, wait a second. No one but us has seen this show. We haven't aired yet. That's why we have no feedback. Anyway, very exciting. Okay, yes. let's dive into From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches, this week, it's hurry up and wait. Yes. Now, this is something everyone everywhere is familiar with, but I, especially in Hollywood, it just feels like this is our life. So much of our life is hurry up and wait. And we recently dealt with this. We had like this huge rush and grind to get something done. We put everything else aside. We spent a night in a hotel, and then it was just like, and wait. Yes. I had like this whole spa day planned with friends. 
I canceled. I'm like, I'm on such a tight schedule. I can't possibly do this spa day. I must work. And we that was weeks ago. That, oh, that months way. ago, I believe. I, in oh fact, you know what? I think it was like around September 28th because I remember oh my gosh. the day I was supposed to go to the spa. And up until a couple of days ago, we were still waiting. So I could have gone to the spa, as it turns out. As it turns out, you could have gone to the spa. And Sorry. You know, this happens with those so, so often in our job, right? I mean, and the yeah. thing is, we'll, we've been on both sides of it. So we've been the people telling people, hey, get that script done. You need to get that script done. And then someone gives us a script and we don't read it for two days. We've also been the people, obviously, who are on the side of rushing to get something done. And the thing is, it really is like part of the process yeah. It just is. People, they want to have something in case it's well, ready to go. And I think there's a level of of um, not quite accepting reality. Yes. We know that it takes a long time to get deals done. and do, But still, we were like, we got to do this. We got to do this. Yeah. So we're really going to push. We're going to get through this. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. And we know that when we hand in a script, sometimes the studio is going to take extra long to give notes. Sometimes the network, like we know all that, but we also, and we know when we're the ones delaying, although we don't delay very long, like one or two days maybe, but usually we're pretty good about moving forward. But there's a denial about just like, this time it'll be different. And the truth is it will not. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But you know what I was thinking is also true, Sarah? So there's hurry up and wait. Yes. There's also wait and hurry up. Oh, yes. I mean, and that is something you and I, unfortunately, have dealt with a lot. So it's like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, don't do anything. Wait, wait, wait. And then suddenly it's like, okay, and now you're three weeks behind. And it's like, but I just... You just said go, and how can I be three weeks behind? It's like, oh, it's five minutes later. You're now a month behind. So both are true. Yes. I mean, we we have definitely worked for certain showrunners who were of the like, oh, we'll contemplate this and contemplate that. And, you know, and then suddenly a script is shooting the next day and it's like, (laughs) okay, just write something fast. And you're like, oh, my God, like I'm writing for 36 hours straight. This is not how this is supposed to go. Yeah. And I'm sure this is true in other industries, Sarah. We cannot be the only industry with this. Oh, for sure not. I mean, uh, anything, well, first of all, anything creative, but also anything with any kind of hierarchy. I mean, there's always someone who's going to gum up the works. Yes, exactly. Hierarchy is, the more hierarchy is, the more likely this is to happen. (laughs) Yes. And that's why it's like you have to pace yourself and your adrenaline. Modulate your adrenaline. Because that's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to just, yeah. No, this is why meditation is good. No, because we can get so ramped up and then that tension of waiting can be so terrible. But if you modulate, you know, like we talked about doing another hotel session, for example, and then we decided, you know what? That is not necessary no. right now. We'll save that for when it's really necessary. Yeah. So we, we, we've been trying to modulate. Yeah, it's just hard because every time feels like this is the time when it's going to be different. And it, yeah. as you said, it never is. It's a lesson, as we often say, that we learn over and yes. over and over again. <laughs> Here's the problem, though, I will say, with the hurry up and wait 
the waiting starts whenever it starts. So it's not as if you don't hurry up. Like, if you just hand something in later, then the waiting starts then. If you see what I'm saying. Like, if you hand in a script Monday, the waiting starts Monday. If you hand in a script Wednesday, the, the waiting starts Wednesday. So you can't really game out often the waiting. No, you truly You have to just know that that's what it is. And plan accordingly. Yes. Or or don't plan. (laughs) By the way, can I just give a shout out to our executives on Fantasy Island who turn material around extremely quickly. It's part of what makes our show work on the budget that it's at. Yeah. So shout out to any of them if they're listening. Yeah. I mean, that really has been the game changer, I think, on this show, is they're just so on it all the time. Yes. All right. Well, coming up, Liz, we have an acceptance take a hike. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss physical, mental, and spiritual health. Today, it's mental health, and we're going to talk about why sometimes acceptance can be easier than rejection. So this came up because we were discussing Violet's ever-growing, I guess I could call it a menagerie, her... I think that's um, fair at this point. (laughs) ...of animals, insects, uh, rodents. Yes. Tell me more. Okay, so my daughter Violet, she's 10. She is an animal lover to an extreme level. And so we... And I'm an animal lover, by the way. So, (laughs) but it's still overwhelming to me. But currently we have... Two dogs, a rabbit, two adult chickens, two six-week-old chickens who will soon be moving to the coop with the big girls, five blue-belly lizards, a leopard gecko, a jumping spider, two wolf spiders, a hissing cockroach, (laughs) a Madagascar hissing cockroach, one of those giant ones, three frogs, and a few beetles of various kinds. Okay, and... (laughs) I was saying to you, wow, so you are just going with this because you be, I keep hearing about new creatures that have taken up <laughs> residence in your house. And I said to you, so yes. you just decided you're just going with it. You're just saying, okay, to every new animal. And you said, I just decided that accepting it is easier than rejecting it. 
Yes. And I do want to clarify, I haven't said okay to every okay. new animal. For example, this morning when I was taking her to school, we had a whole discussion about snakes. Oh. And we still have a very, very clear, firm line with snakes. Okay. But then there was a whole discussion about some kind of frog. <laughs> anyway, yes, it's like this is what she loves. And she really takes care of them very well. And it doesn't cause me a tremendous amount of, you know, difficulty. So I've just said, okay. Like we talk about having a bigger life. Mm-hmm. And this is. <laughs> This arena, especially of like reptiles and insects, is not my particular idea of a bigger life, but it definitely is hers. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to accept. Well, and the truth is it's easier to deal with the animals than to deal with someone who's just not satisfied with with sort of their life, which is how she would be without the animals. Yes. And it's similar, another animal-related thing, how I felt about getting the corgis. Yes. Again, I had no need to get them. I had no thought (laughs) to get them. But ultimately, it was easier for me to say yes and accept it than it was to keep saying no. And finally, once we got them, of course, then I fell in love and it has added to a bigger life. But, you know, the concept I was thinking, Sarah, can obviously apply to work as well, because accepting input from someone is often easier than rejecting that input. And this is something I, again, I'm sure in many, many careers you have to, you get input. And sometimes you may feel like this person isn't necessary to give me input. They're not qualified to give me input. I don't like the style of the way they give input. You know, many- Their input sucks. Their input isn't good. (laughs) But what we have learned is it's just easier to go with it ultimately than to sit there and argue about why you don't need the input. Yes. And in that case, often it's just, it's the say yes in the moment And then follow through in a way that's still acceptable for what you're doing. Yes. And the other thing, though, is I think one of the things that we've really learned over the course of our career is that I think at first we were sort of in that, like, no input, you know, or like, input is dangerous. And now we're just like, input is awesome. Give us all the input. Like, we actually do accept that, which has made our lives and our jobs so much better and so much easier. Yes. Well, and one thing we've realized is that it all sort of works out in the end, hopefully. Yeah. An input, you can get input that then goes away or morphs into something you like. So it's not, you don't need to be threatened by it. Exactly. No, it's also very much what I discovered years ago about LA traffic. Mm. I used to get so just like tense and hyped up and mad and I have to get where I'm going and, you know, whatever in LA traffic. And then one day I was like, this is not going to change. I am not going to be able to do anything about LA traffic. (laughs) So I just have to stop being upset about it. I just have to accept it. And if you accept it and like listen to a podcast or an audio book, as opposed to rejecting it and trying to maneuver to get, you know, one car ahead on the freeway, that ultimately is less pleasant and more 
consternating than just accepting. Although I did ultimately move to Ojai, where well, there's significantly true. less traffic. That's another way to do it. <laughs> just sidestep yeah. the whole matter entirely. <laughs> L.A. traffic also isn't as bad as it used to be since the pandemic. Oh, I don't know. We came into L.A. this weekend to go to the La Brea Tar Pits, and I mean... There are times when it's really bad, but overall, (laughs) it's not as bad. Okay. But anyway, so we are just taking this with us. Just accept rather than reject because it might be easier for you. And I would love to hear other people's thoughts on this. Like, let us know if there are areas in your life, whether it's at work or personally, that you've employed the idea that sometimes accepting is easier than rejecting and how it helped you or or didn't. And you can email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Okay, Sarah, it's time for take two in which we revisit a past topic. And this week we're revisiting our holiday gift guide Um, We are still getting so many good ideas that we just really wanted to share them because everyone's doing their shopping. Um, I want to add that if you want the full list, go back and listen to episode 287, which is where we, the whole episode was just gift ideas. Yes. Now, one gift idea to start with that I forgot to put on our list, Sarah, is Jenny Kane cashmere beanie and cashmere fingerless gloves. So Mm. Jenny Kane is all the rage. She um, is like everywhere you go, people are just talking about Jenny Kane. It's very pricey. But if you want to get someone a really nice gift, they have in the under $100 range, really beautiful cashmere hats and um, fingerless gloves, which for some people are just like a game changer in terms of being comfortable in the house in winter. Yes. And here are some ideas that we got for coworkers. Jennifer wrote in and said that she gives her team key tags. She says, I gave them each a thoughtfully chosen phrase that made me think of them or reminded me of them, and they aren't expensive. My boss from that time still talks about the one I got him. Fuck shit up thoughtfully. (laughs) She said he's in change management so that it was perfect for him. And she got another one that said mother trucker for someone she worked with. At Levi's, where, of course, the trucker jacket was a huge and is a huge thing. Yeah, and Sarah, our really good friend, Corrine, gave us these, and they say fantasy life, which is so perfect for, because, obviously, Fantasy Island, and then we always talk about our fantasy self versus our real self, and I have mine on my, um, attached to my bandolier, and every time I see it, it gives me a little smile. Highly recommend those. And we will link to a place where you can get them. And then Anne said, in a similar vein to the key rings, these luggage tags are great. We have them on our luggage and they are amazing quality. You can just put name and phone number on them, which I would assume you would know. I agree with this. I think no one has enough luggage tags. I'm always searching for luggage tags, and there are so many cute ones. They're not expensive, and they're something people, for some reason, rarely buy for themselves. Yes, but they really do help having one that really stands out when you're at the airport and everyone has the same luggage. (laughs) And then she also said, if they are remote, I have loved doing Sugar Wish in the past. You can create an option where they get to pick and choose what they want so it gives them something fun, but also adheres to dietary restrictions, preferences, etc. And she says it's a great gift even if they're not remote. Because it's true, Sarah, as we know, getting a gift in someone's hand 
These days can be a big pain. Absolutely. No, we have had the logistics of delivering gifts has become like a whole thing. So having, yes, things that can be just delivered or emailed is wonderful. And then Cheryl says, for anyone who likes journaling or writing in general or calligraphy or stationery or really cool pens or stickers, Jet Pens has a wonderful gift guide. So you know I'll be going there after this because I love pens. All of those things you love, except the calligraphy. (laughs) Tara said, I just thought of an idea after listening to the podcast today. The Coravin Wine Saver. I just got one for my birthday, and they are all the rage in Napa. It's a bit expensive, but so worth it for anyone who doesn't want to waste their pricier bottles of wine. Adam has something like this, and it's something you put on a wine bottle, and it preserves it so that you don't have to drink it, like, all in two days. Nice. It sort of recorks it or something? Yes, I think it removes oxygen. I'm not quite sure, but yes, something in that (laughs) realm. Nice. And then Stacy recommended a book dedication at the New York Library. That's such a great idea. Yes, I know my sister has received this as a gift before, and she loves it. Christine suggested something that she says is inexpensive and personal, which is a photo jigsaw puzzle. She said they're available from Walgreens Photo. You simply upload a photo to their website, and in a couple of hours, you can pick up a jigsaw puzzle in a cute metal box with the picture on the lid. I mean, how great is that? That's so cute. And she said they're like $20 or $30, depending on if you have a coupon. So that's really affordable. She said she received one last year of her dogs for Christmas. Of course, you know, I'm thinking of your corgis. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you, everybody. We love these gift ideas. Let us know if you use any of them. Um, I know I am. I know you are. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) And then coming up, Sarah's very excited to share her latest tech Hollywood hack. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, the remarkable tablet. I'm just going to fess up. I bought this because I saw a Facebook ad. It was one of those nights where I couldn't sleep and I was up too late. You make iffy decisions. And I was like, oh, what did I do? Am I going to (laughs) totally regret having bought this thing? Because it was not cheap. But I will tell you, I love it. Good. Well, you have been talking to me about it for weeks, and I have no understanding of what it is. So just give me the simple explanation, because I don't get it. Okay. Imagine a very thin Kindle. Okay. But you can write on it. Mm -hmm. It's basically a digital notebook and you can create notebooks within it. You can import PDFs. So we've been doing some script reading of submissions and I have been reading it on my Remarkable. You can write on them. And how do you, does it come with a stylus? Yes, it comes with a, I'm saying pen in quotes, and it's just like, it feels like a regular pen and you write on it just like a regular notebook, but instead of using all of this paper, because, you know, I'm a compulsive note taker, I just, it's all in the remarkable and I can keep everything really organized. You can tag something. So like if I have, I just have a big notebook where I just take all the notes, but I can tag a specific page like Violet 
or tag a, a specific page, Fantasy Island. So if I need some information, I can just search for that tag and it'll come right back up. It just makes everything so easy and it's actually really fun to write on. And how much is it about? It was not five hundred dollars, but okay. it was more than four. Okay, so under <laughs> so it's between four and five hundred dollars. But I mean, you're making me want to get one. I have to say, and it's so not my kind of thing. But the way you're describing it, it actually sounds very user friendly. It's incredibly user friendly, and the reason I got it also is I had seen all these Facebook ads, but I talked about my hypnotherapist Shelly. She uses ah. one, and she keeps all of her files organized on it, and and she'll like write down what you're saying, and then she looks at her notes while she's doing the hypnotherapy, and. It's like paper, but you can keep it, and it doesn't take up a ton of space. Okay. See, what I thought it was was something where you wrote and then erased, because they also have those, but this is not that. This is more like a, a iPad for note-taking and reading, it sounds like. Without all the distractions. Yes. I mean, that's the big thing. I don't get notifications. It doesn't have social media. Exactly. And it's just a gray screen. There's nothing like drawing my attention away to anything else. So it's much simpler than an iPad and really focused on notes. And the other cool thing about it is you can um, write on it just with your handwriting and convert it to print. Ah, like, so you can print from it. That's important. Yes. But I mean, print it as a font. Right. Ah. Like it can transcribe your handwriting oh. into digital writing, which is pretty cool. Probably not mine because no one can read mine, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> that might but be an impediment. People's. Yes. <laughs> Most people's handwriting. Mine if I tried hard uh, to, to make it legible. All right. Well, you're selling me on this. I'm going to go look it up after we talk. Okay. Well, I'll bring it next time I come to your house. I will for sure bring it because I literally bring it with me everywhere. Okay. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, king of remote recording. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing from Whole 30s, Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Spain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Did I tell you that Dawn, Violet's nanny, wants to get her a frog for Christmas? No. What did you say? <laughs> Just like, oh, my God. Well, apparently the pet store guy says it's a good starter frog. It's easy, which is all I care about if they're easy. Because the other frogs forever. you have, did she catch? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this would be the first one that you sought out. Yeah, that well, I didn't Outside particularly myself yard. seek out, but yeah. yes, others are seeking out, and I think oh. I'm gonna say fine. I mean, oh my gosh, okay, I accept you accept. <laughs> Thank you.
from the Onward Project.